Hello, this is Daryl here, sending love as always. Thank you for tuning in. I just want to say, if you like this interview, you can check our website for companion workbooks, action guides, tools, checklists, templates, and show notes with links for everything mentioned on the call. Just visit bestbusinesscoach.ca. That's best, B-E-S-T, businesscoach.ca. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Daryl Urbanski, and welcome to the Best Business Podcast. My mission is to help create 200 new multimillionaire business owners. How? You'll do better when you know better. In my interviews, you'll hear from self-made millionaires, seven-figure business owners, authors, and world-class experts sharing how they did it so you can too without experiencing the same obstacles they did. Now, if you like this interview, please share it with a friend you think will benefit. They'll appreciate it, and I will as well. You can also connect with me on social media. Look for Daryl Urbanski, D-A-R-Y-L, Urban Ski, U-R-B-A-N-S-K-I, and add me so we can be friends. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy what I've prepared for you right here, right now. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. My name is Daryl Urbanski, your friend and host as always. And today I've got my brother from another mother, Daryl Eves, with me. And this is a call you will want to be ready to take notes from because Daryl is not, on, not only has a great name, but he is insanely good at what he does. And I'm speaking from personal experience watching him work with his clients and seeing him on stage in person. His work is exceptional. He's one of only 12 people worldwide who have been certified by YouTube for audience growth. And Daryl has worked with some of the biggest YouTube channels. He hosts an annual video marketing conference called Vid Summit, and Daryl is responsible for something in the ballpark of a billion, that's a B, a billion YouTube views between all of his clients he's worked for. So it's an honor and a pleasure to have him here on the call uh, with us on the call. Uh, video marketing is only getting bigger, and of all the people in my network, Daryl is my go-to guy when it comes to video marketing and all things YouTube. So Daryl, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing, bro? Dude, I am doing fantastic, and thank for that that in intro. That was great. I appreciate that. Sure. Well, I mean, I didn't mention anything about the massive family you have and the five kids and just, <laughs> your, just what a generous and kind soul you are. I mean, you really are one of my favorite people. Um, but uh, anyway. Likewise. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. So I know about you, like, now that you're kind of in your prime and, like, you're just having, like, quote-unquote overnight successes left, right, and center with all your video marketing, but how did you even get started? I mean, you weren't doing video marketing when you were a teenager were you? Well, you know, the whole thing about it is um, people evolve. And if you want to be successful in anything, you really need to look at what you're doing and analyzing and adjusting. And when I, when I first started, when I first got in, I was going to college and I wanted to be a hospital administrator of all things because <laughs> I really loved uh, my area. I loved where I live. I live just right by Zion National Park, if you know where that's at. Just a beautiful, beautiful area. And all my family surrounded. And the only way that you can actually stay in the area and make a decent living is you got to do construction, which that, you know, I'm not Mr. Handy guy, you know, unless it's electronics, I can do a lot, a lot handy there. But uh, you got to do something in the uh, education uh, niche, whether a teacher, administrator, whatever, or medical. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do medical. I'll go that route really good with people. So I'm going to do public relations and so on. And so I, I went to school, I got a four-year degree in almost three years. And I'm uh, just one of those crazy guys that likes to get things done quick. Mm -hmm. And um, the local hospital actually uh, gave me an intern job that turned into a position where I was the assistant director of public relations. And uh, it was a great position. I, I loved it up to the point until I learned that I really didn't like working for the man. And, <laughs> and I got, I got to tell you this, Daryl, cause this, this literally cracks me up. But, um, so anyway, I had a brand new baby. Uh, my wife and I were just still struggling with ends meet. You know how that is mm -hmm. just trying to finish off school and such. And, um, I, I get a job. I got my dream job that was supposed to take me down the path of where I wanted to be, which is to be the administrator of the whole hospital. And I was working for the biggest hospital in the region. And so I was, I was excited about it. And, um, I, like for me, I've, I'm, I'm kind of a weird person. I actually can do graphic design, web design, and I can also program. And I literally put together, uh, a lot of stuff for the corp, uh, corporate um, uh, company, which I did their corporate website. We did a lot of their publications. I did 15 publications that we did magazines, newspapers, so on and so forth, wow. and um, a lot of internal stuff. And I saved them 
$685,000 in about six months. Wow. And I went to my boss's boss, um, and um, he was the one that actually interviewed me and hired me and, you know, told me, hey, if you do really well, you know, we, we have incentives. So I'm like, okay, I've done really well. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I went, I went back to him, and, and so here we have the CFO and the CEO in the same room, and, and I come in, and they're like, Daryl, we just, we're just so excited to have you on the team. You're just doing completely amazing. I says, well, great. I'm glad that you think that. Um, and I just want, you know, I, I, I was able to show what I was able to do. And I says, I just want a $10,000 a year raise. And they're like, oh, Daryl, you'll be making more than your supervisor. And, you know, I don't know if we can do that. But, you know, in 15 years, you could be in our spot. And I'm like, <laughs> 15 years? And I, I, I knew right then and there, Daryl, I knew right then and there that I had to do something different. I had to, I had to go from there. And I, I got a lot of job offers, um, but they were all out of my area. And I, I, I'm a small town guy. I just love being around my family because family is where it's at for me. And so in, uh, 1999, I called up my wife and I says, look, we have all these offers. I, ha- I want to quit my job. And she goes, I will support whatever you need to do as long as you're not starting your own business. <laughs> and, <laughs> that's, that's great. Well, so well, I, 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 I looked around and I just, I couldn't handle it anymore. And I told her, I says, look, I, I looked at every opportunity, but what I feel inside is I need to start my own business. And she goes, okay, I'll support you 100%. That's the kind of woman that I married and she's amazing. Wow. Wow. And, uh, I literally put my two weeks notice in and uh, they were shocked because, you know, they thought that I was going to move up and they had me primed. I was accepted in the master's program and there was all these different things that were going on. But my life diverged and, um, you know, I I decided, you know what, I needed to start my own business. I can do graphic design programming or whatever. And so I decided to do what you do when you get into business. You got to go buy a desk, right? So (laughs) I went into Staples and Staples (laughs) – um, there was a guy there that says, excuse me, sir, could you tell me the difference between this printer and this printer? Now, Daryl, there's a gift that God gave me. I'm like this uber geek. Um, I love technology. I mean, I eat, drink, sleep technology. And and I told him the whole differences. And he goes, man, you're like the most helpful, you know, Staples employee that we've I've ever worked with. Well, I made the mistake to wear a red polo shirt in the Staples. <laughs> And here he thought, you know, here I was, uh, uh, an employee. And I says, you know what? No, I, I'm not. I'm actually coming here to start my own business. He goes, well, what do you do? And I explained what I was wanting to do. And um, I left Staples with a desk and a check for $300 with my first client. Awesome. And I just thought, okay, I, I got this thing. I can do this business stuff. So that's kind of where it started. And, and for me, it's all about getting the message out and – you know, so we were doing a lot of website design and I owned a hosting company, but you know what? You need to get traffic to the website or it's not going to do you any good. So I did a lot of um, SEO, search engine optimization. We did a lot of online marketing and my, um, my forte is trying to figure out where the volume of traffic is actually coming from. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I was, I was seeing a lot of different things and we're going to fast forward a little bit to 2005 and in, in the fall of 2005, I saw that um, there was this thing out there that you could actually embed videos, and it didn't take a million years to watch. And I thought that was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And I was on Craigslist, and I saw this ad that says, hey, come check out this website that you can share video. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm interested in video. So I clicked on it, and it went to a place called YouTube. I thought, that's really weird. And they said, you know what? If you invite your friends and they join, um, then you can get this big old – Hondo iPod, you know, the big brick iPods. Right. right and right, right. I was one of the, the guys that got that brick iPod. I was one of those things that I was like an evangelist for, for YouTube, you know? Wow. And so I started right when YouTube started. And the thing for me was I knew that in-person sales was the most powerful way to close anyone. It's the most powerful way to get your message across. Mm-hmm. And when that can occur, I knew video could do that, and it could do that 24-7. So, Daryl, what I did was I I had my local businesses, the doctors, dentists, attorneys, furniture stores, you know, mom-and-pop shops that have retail, whatever, and I actually created videos for them that, you know, kind of put their message from there, and I got those videos ranked. 
And I was like going through uh, actually this last week, Daryl, and this is this is pretty funny. But I went through all the videos I ranked in 2006, mm-hmm. and 85 percent of them are still on page one. That's we haven't awesome. done anything for them. That's so awesome. that's kind of that's kind of how I got started. I know that's a, like a long <laughs> long discussion, but that's that's how I got started into this. Is I, I wanted to find you know a great traffic source, and I found out it was not only a great traffic source, it's a great conversion source. This is one that can actually convert people to what you're trying to do, whether you're trying to increase your brand or you're looking for sales and leads or build an audience or whatever, whatever your desire is for success. That's awesome. And no, that's a great story because it kind of fits in with what you said at the beginning that no matter what you're doing, you kind of have to, you know, as you get motion, you have to review your progress and adjust, right? You have to kind of get your feedback. I mean, that's what Aristotle said. Action defines character, not adjectives. And so through your actions, you kind of evolved and, you know, and it really defined who you are. So, um, no, thank you for sharing that. That was, that was excellent. You know, I was, I was at a conference like a half year ago and I was shocked to learn that YouTube started off as a dating site. It was supposed <laughs> to be a video dating site. It was YouTube. You're supposed to have your own channel, right? That's how like it was when it launched, right? Did you know that? You know about that at all? Do you know that that's one of the misconceptions, you know, that a lot of people say that that's what it is. There was a lot of people that were utilizing it, but really it was just a place to house a video like it is now. Hmm. Um, and their main source was to put that into MySpace. So the video would be embedded into MySpace. That's how it took off really. Um, however, at that time, uh, that 2005, 2006, early 2006, there was a lot of dating services that was using YouTube to, you know, kind of say, Hey, you know, let's go on a date, you know? And so a lot of the main content, you know, that, that was there was, was more dating, but, um, believe it or not, um, there was a lot of people that started with vlogs and so on. And now they have 9 million, 10 million, you know, subscribers and, bajillions of video views it's crazy that's awesome and so i mean you've been there i mean if youtube launched in 2005 you were there optimizing videos in 2006 you've come a long way seen a ton of stuff have you had like what have you really learned what have been the big kind of learning curves or have you made any major mistakes that have really led to any sort of insights or you know like how has it kind of evolved because one of the things that i think you bring that's so powerful is kind of now we're talking about the history of how things evolved and i know for myself and my martial arts background people often just try to mimic what they see see people doing and they don't understand that evolution and how things and the how and why things evolve that way does that if that makes sense at all and i think that you probably have a ton of insight into that and if you could just talk maybe about that a little bit um that would be really like why why are those videos that you uh, that you did in 2006 why are they still number one well a lot a lot occurred and and there is kind of like the timeline of things of what was instituted what was added as features, what was pulled away, and so on. But 2006 was a big year uh, for YouTube. Why? Well, Google bought it. Uh, Google saw the writing on the wall. Uh, they, they actually launched a thing called Google Video that was way inferior. So they just went ahead and spent billions of dollars to acquire something that had only been out a year. And um, that's when everything changed because at that moment – uh, Google was able to throw some major money behind it and major direction. And uh, a lot of the things that you see now were instituted on it. The first thing that, that came up was ads. You know, we got to make money off of this. And that's what they were able to do. However, they did it different. I mean, at this time, there wasn't really any partner sharing programs out there. Um, hey, we're doing this. This is the service that we're providing. We take all the money. Well, YouTube says, oh, no, no, no. Let's, let's give these creators a little bit of money, um, you know, to encourage them to create more quality content. And so, you know, the platform evolved and it changes, but ultimately the goal's always the same. It always has been the same. You know, it is, I don't know if uh, your listeners really understand this, but the number one search engine in the world is Google. The number two search engine in the world is YouTube. And there are so many people trying to um, find out how to do something that's where they go to YouTube. They don't want to read a blog post on how to do something. They want step-by-step uh, visual vi- visual instructions of how to do it. Um, and, and it's getting uh, more and more to that where it's ingrained in a lot of the um, target audiences that are actually coming up. I know my kid, he had his iPod all ripped apart, <laughs> like literally, and he had some YouTube video because he, he was just interested in seeing how it works, you know, and – 
it, it, it evolves, but the platform itself is, is made so that you're able to broadcast your message to the world. And you're, you're basically your own channel, your, your own TV channel. And what you do with that, you're able to do that. Or you could take that video and embed it on other places out there. And it's used for, you know, whatever you're wanting to do. And there's, there's multiple ways that you can use video. Um, uh, the reality though is, is it really can intimidate some people. And I would discourage you from being intimidated from it. You got to figure out how it's going to work for you mm. and then utilize it because there's some power behind it. If you know what you're doing. Um, and, and YouTube itself, the way that it's evolving right now is going to be pushing more and more where, uh, the content creator, um, and if they can, if they can get people to have their watch times on, and what, what that means is watching their videos on YouTube, um, it's going to get a lot more visibility. And when you get more visibility, that means you're going to come up easier on Google. You're going to come up easier uh, as suggested videos in, in YouTube and even in the search results there. But uh, the dynamics really haven't changed, Daryl, from ranking uh, YouTube videos. You asked me about ranking, uh, you know, those what I did back in 2006 to rank the videos. It really hasn't changed much. It's just the only thing that's changed is there's a lot more competition now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's optimizing your title, optimizing your first paragraph of that description, and then your tags – and that's what will rank you on on Google, and then your social interaction now, and also some you know some people commenting on Twitter or whatever uh, to create some of those backlinks for you as well. Um, but the reality is, is to rank on YouTube is completely different. It, it, it has a completely different algorithm. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually look at your watch time, how long somebody stays on it, and if it's above average, and also. Your session watch time is how long do they actually stay on YouTube when they come to YouTube? Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the factors that they actually rank you on after they have this little preliminary um, uh, ranking uh, uh, metrics in their algorithm that they do for about six days. And after that, they go off of the factors that they're able to collect. So, so. All right. So let's just summarize that. So, I mean, as far as I've got, you know, a small – like I'm in a local town. I've got some sort of brick-and-mortar business or even if not, if I'm a national business, but there's keywords I want to compete for. It's optimizing kind of your, your title, optimizing your your description, and then I guess your tags. And that's kind of what you can do to get indexed, so to speak. And then beyond that, really your videos are judged based on how long – how much people watch of it and how long they stay on YouTube after having watched it. Is yeah, that, it, it would be. That would be for YouTube. For Google, you'd need to make sure that people are, you know, searching for it, mm-hmm. finding it, consuming it, mm-hmm. or sharing sharing it in in social posts or on websites or whatever. Um, so there's some backlinking stuff that's still a factor on on Google. Got it, got so. it, got it. So where do people often go, like south or sideways? I mean, all right, I got this channel. I want to get up and running. I want it, like you know, I want my billion views, and they've indexed it. Um, is that really like? A, is that kind of like what's what's I guess kind of part of the eighty twenty? I mean, yeah, no, people, that, yeah. that's that's probably the million dollar question right there. And and I have a million dollar answer for you that doesn't take a million dollars. Sweet. I love that. <laughs> you cannot – let me just let me just make sure that everyone understands. You cannot repurpose videos to go on YouTube. You need to go through the creation process of why you're actually creating the video. What, what's your success metrics? And then you really break it down on the specifics of why you're actually making that content. And then you literally put together a video formula. And this is a video formula that I teach, but you go through – eight questions that you kind of go over and then you break it down of how to actually put the video together so that it has the maximum result. So there's, there's been a lot of uh, marketers out there that have started a YouTube channel and they want to just views, but they don't get views. You know, here they are, these extreme marketers and, and, and they have great content, but for the audience that they're trying to go after, it just doesn't work. They fall flat. And the reason why is because they're repurposing their content. They're not doing it as fresh content, knowing the audience of that platform. And if you're going to just use it as a video that you're embedding on a website, well, and you're not worried about audience growth. You're just worried about you know captivating an audience. Well, there's a formula for that. But you actually have to 
before you even pick up the camera, before you even do anything, you got to work through the process of understanding what you need to do so that it could be the most effective. And I, I think that's the difference, Daryl, um, with uh, people out there that are really teaching and training and, and doing video marketing. That's the difference between me because I, I, like three quarters of the work is done in prep for me. Right. It, you know, shooting the video is just you just shoot the video easy. But it's the research, the prep, the understanding of what you need to do, how it needs to be said, the calls to actions, what's going to actually work, you know, to a couple variations uh, so that you can see with your analytics so you can analyze and adjust as the campaigns go. And I, I think the biggest difference from there is that's what I do every time is I put the best knowledge that I possibly can. I gather it together and I know what I'm going to shoot before I shoot it. And it's going to resonate and accomplish the success that it needs to, to do. And then at the end, I always analyze and adjust because that's where it changes. And with video ads and a lot of stuff that you can do, you can literally adjust on the fly and see a higher ROI uh, on some of your, your projects for that. So wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's break that down. So all right. So I've researched. I think I've researched my market. Um, I think I, And you have a video too on your channel, which I'll reference later, but it's like how to get a – I think it was one of it's like how to get a million views on YouTube or something like that. And it talks about the keyword research part. Is that the right video? It is how to get more views on YouTube. How to get more views. Yeah. You've got a million views though with that video. Yes, I do. I yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> a little pattern. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, but in that video, people can learn and it's part of its keyword research. It's finding what people are already searching for. So you're like, all right, people are searching for this. There's, you know, tens of thousands of people looking for this every month. Um, and so you kind of figure that out. If you, you do your research, maybe an empathy map or something to figure out more about your audience, the person you're going for. I'm, I just wanted to get, get to the part where you talked about where you kind of launch it and then analyze it and adjust because I well let me let me just kind of go through i might as well just give you the eight things that i usually um, ask before i'm doing any video project because i think that's the important thing is is this prep work yeah. um and 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 most people don't do it even marketers don't do it which they should mm. is the first thing that you should ask is why are you going to make the video right. why are you going to pick up the camera and make the video what's the purpose behind that um, I, I break it into four different areas. Number one would be building awareness. Uh, influencing would be number two. So if you want to influence someone's thought process or whatever. Number three is what most people are looking for, which is driving online or offline sales. Uh, number four would be growing loyalty. And um, I definitely I definitely have the uh, process of realizing, okay, I know why I'm making it. Um, it's to build awareness, but a lot of people try to do everything all at once. They might say, okay, the purpose is to grow loyalty, online sales, influence them and brand awareness. Well, it doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. You have to be like laser specific of what you're wanting to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I see if there's any competition out there. I see what the competition is actually doing. And I really see if the competition is actually even competition. Um, the third thing, the third question that I, I ask is, you know, who are you trying to reach? Who are you trying to reach with this specific content? If you can get in the mind of the person that's actually going to be viewing this, that's where you're going to get higher view rates. This is where you're going to actually get higher viewer interaction. Uh, social engagement is when you truly understand your audience. And the more that you understand your audience, the more it's going to be shareable, the more they're going to take action. Um, and it's not always, believe it or not, this is where the analytics come in too, is your audience might not always be the ones that you're wanting. You might be attracting the wrong audience, uh, with the wrong message. Mm -hmm. So, um, then the next one is you got to figure out who your core audience actually is going to be and some of the demographics that that's there. And the, the number five is probably the biggest, um, uh, thing that people really need to really look at before they shoot the video is what value are you actually going to be bringing the viewer? Um, what value is the consumer going to receive? You know, And that value proposition is so, so important. And I, I break it down to three different areas, Daryl. Uh, you're either going to inspire them, you're either going to educate them, or you're going to entertain them. That's, that's just the three ways uh, that you will be bring value in a video content in that mm -hmm. form. And if you're really good 
you might be able to educate and entertain or educate and inspire or inspire and entertain at the same time. You know, you can maybe add all three. It really depends on how effective that you do. Right. And that value, as that value goes up, then it, then it changes. The sixth question I always ask is, you know, what's your core message? What's your core, core tone that you're going to have? And I found that videos that have the wrong tone with that specific audience, the audience that we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. um, can really make the the effect uh, be either extremely effective or not effective based off the tone of of the content. Mm. And uh, number seven is you know how are you going to deliver that content to get the maximum reach? And and everybody's first gut reaction is well I'm going to just upload it to YouTube. Well maybe maybe the maximum reach for this if it's a brand awareness is to actually upload it to Facebook and to YouTube. Um, if you're just trying to get brand awareness and you really don't care, all you want to do is get it in front of people, maybe we need to deliver the content a little bit differently and then do different endings based off of the platform. Um, and the final question that I always ask is, and this is this is my most important thing, is what does success actually look like for this video? And like I said, you can't be – you can't say, oh, I want it to be the most viral video ever. I want it to be this, 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 and this. No, you got to pick one. And, and figure out what success is actually going to look like. And when you do this for me and you do it right, I have, I have videos right now that are converting at 80%. So 80% of the people there are, are literally do, taking action and going through that process. And the, after I shoot the video, I always – if it's a really, really important video, I always – let people see it before I release it so I can just adjust a few things, analyze what they're saying and adjust it and then release it. And then we can analyze and adjust from there. So got it. it. Yeah, that's a great list. So one, why are you going to make the video Two, What is your competition doing? The good, the bad, the ugly three kind of, who are you trying to reach? And you said four is who's your core, who's your core audience going to be? Because I guess the people you're trying to reach isn't necessarily your core audience. Is that correct? That is correct. And can you that explain that? Can you explain the why of that? So the core audience, um, you'll always say, hey, this is who I want it to be. But you're always shocked of what it, what, what it truly is. See, we're, we're in a global market now. And I don't want anyone to think that they're just localizing anything. Mm-hmm. You're in a global market, and even though that your content, you're doing your best to try to figure out who you want, this is one area that you'll always adjust because you'll be blown away that, oh, maybe this is only resonating with, you know, the teens, or this is only resonating with, you know, parents, or if you're really lucky, and I have, I've had a couple of clients that, that have this, that it's literally the demographics is from, uh, you know, a five-year-old all the way up to great-great-grandma. You know, and it's, it's amazing and it's everything in between and, you know, you can have that, but you got to figure out who's going to be the most core on that so that you can actually make that content, that tone, which would, you know, the value in the tone, um, would, would resonate with that, that core audience. Got it. Got it. Got it. Thank you. So, all right. So that was three and four. Five is what values the viewer getting from your video. Six was what is your core message or tone? And I love that too because I've seen some great videos that were so dry, you know. And and that maybe that's okay, but that has to be like, is that the tone that they want? Or, um, well, the the question would be is, do they want to be dry for twenty minutes, or can they be dry for three and just be just as effective of getting that message out in three minutes? Right, right, right. Because that comes back to knowing your audience, right? Um. Okay, and then seven, how are you going to deliver it for maximum reach? And eight, what does success look like for this video? So that's the list just to summarize for everyone. There. I, I didn't miss anything, did I? No, that's that's great, yep. That's awesome. It. So something that you've been saying a couple of times has really piqued my interest is when you talk about analyzing and adjusting. So, But I've launched my video. What do you mean analyze and adjust? Like if the video is there, it's, it's going to fail or it's going to fly or flop, isn't it? Well, no, not necessarily. I mean the, the whole thing about it is – um, you got to realize what your video is used for. Is it a, an ad? Is it something that's on a landing page? Um, you know, just just to really help people go through the sales processes. You know, those are a couple things that you're actually looking at. Um, those can be adjusted, uh, and you can do split testing and a multiple things there to see what actually converts higher. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that you can you can analyze and adjust. Now, the other stuff, if you're just putting it on your channel. 
you just got to learn from your mistakes or learn from the new information that you have. And the more, the more content you put out, the more information that you're either able to gather. So when you're doing your assessment before you make the next video, mm-hmm. you can really say, oh, you know, I learned that, you know what, uh, 80% of my audience is female and maybe the tone that I'm doing it isn't necessarily, you know, geared to a male. Uh, maybe I need to be like this when I'm presenting, or maybe I need to that. That's what you're, that's where you're analyzing and adjusting your campaigns. Got it. Got it. Got it. Now you gave me some advice a while ago when I was talking about launching and I kind of, I, maybe this is my own selfish means, but I'd like you to explain a little bit better, um, for myself and the audience, you know, you were saying, Daryl, I wouldn't focus on launching a ton of videos at the start. I would focus on only launching a couple and getting those a ton of exposure before you start releasing, you know, regular content. Now, is that correct? Did I butcher your advice at all? No, no, that's exactly what I would say every every time. Um, the reason why is I, I'd look to see what the most – well, it depends on the video that you're actually making. Um, is the video you're making uh, more instructional or, you know, encouragement, which you said yes in that in that area. So uh, for that, I just see what's the most searched terms. I would put all my effort and time really refining what those videos are. I would literally get it in front of people so they can see it before I launched it. And then I would work on getting that position so that it it can come up, um, you know, in in top positions. So like for me, I made four videos when I started my YouTube channel and those four videos, I launched all at the same time that now you're not supposed to do that. Mm -hmm. You want more continuity, but for me, it's, it, you got to make a splash. That was my splash. And every single one of them that I, I did that for, for the four, all have over a million views. And, and you know, they're all lead, lead magnets so that they're actually taking people and taking them through the funnel and, and putting on my list. And they're, they're doing exactly what I want it to do. But they show up in Google. They show up in YouTube at the very, very top. Yep. Um, some of it has like a billion uh, search results. So, I mean, there's a lot of competition for it. Mm-hmm. But yet it still comes up, right. you know, and it is and it's fulfilling with what that purpose is. So the more that you can um, the more that you can actually look and and uh, evaluate, the better it's going to be. Um, and uh, far too many people start just throwing out content that they don't put a lot of thought in. Um, and I, I like to just put like three or four videos so that we can literally say, OK, here's my best stuff put it out there, and then you start refining and adjusting as you go. Mm. I love that because the one thing that shun, that sh- kind of shined through your words, at least to me, was um, kind of a message of not worrying about everyone else. Like don't worry about what everyone else is doing and whatever else that they're really focused on the people you're trying to serve. So like you said, the search terms and making sure like you're delivering something that's kind of, like you said, like this is kind of your best stuff, get feedback from others. So really make sure that what you're launching is really good. And then obviously make sure that you're, you're going to get it ranked so that way you can start to get some of that organic search traffic, um, you know, and just that you're indexed properly. Cause what's the point of being in a, in an index if you're not indexed, right? So, well, why, why spend all this time? doing your research, shooting a video, if nobody can ever find it. <laughs> right, right, right. Because there's a video I made a long time ago, and I can't find my own video. I mean, I can from inside <laughs> my channel, but I can't through the search tool. So that's exactly it. And so I like that because that's just really, because it comes back down to really like for the audience. And that's what you're so skilled at is building and growing the audience. So, I mean, just what you said there, I just, again, it just, when you said it, that's just for me. It was, you know, forget all the fancy marketing, anything. It's just really about delivering top quality content to people. And I guess for you, you had a call to action at the end of it as well, which was, you know, to go join your list or subscribe or something of the sort. Um, so what about list building? What about what can you tell us about that? People here, they've got a business, they've got a growing audience of, you know, just the people who are aware of their business and they've got obviously their leads and their clients and customers. How do you use video marketing to nurture and grow that? I mean, obviously- that, that's that's it's a great question. And my question is I I'm going to just ask you a question. Sure. Um what would you say is the number one way people actually get get leads right now in in your industry? What do you think that is? Um, well, a lot of people, it's speaking on stage, I think. 
to be honest. I mean, okay. there's a lot of guys. There's guys that are driving traffic. I mean, they're buying ads. There's only three ways to generate traffic, at least um, in my experience. That's to buy it, to borrow it, or to create it. And yep. so a lot of guys, they're either going on stage because they know people and they can get in front of an audience. And they're kind of borrowing it that way or they're buying it. They're spending the money on the ads to try to get, you know, at least break even on the front end so they can build their list and then do whatever they want with it because now they've built this audience. So so the whole thing – and this is something that I know that you're a master at because you've worked with different launches and so on and, and you're very, very bright with your, your funneling techniques. But the reality is um, for me, it's – if the video, the what it what it is for success is to actually create a lead, um, you basically need to take them through the process. And so, you know, if if you evaluate that the video is doing really well, and yet your your landing page isn't doing well, that's what you adjust. That's what you work on from there. Uh, however, from my YouTube channel, which I started the YouTube channel um, just about over two years ago. Um, I have a, like 118 uh, million, or I'm sorry, 118 uh, thousand yep, subscribers. Um, subscribers. Um, it just and for my niche, that's actually quite a bit. I think my closest <laughs> competitor is about six sixty thousand, which they've been doing it for seven years or something like that. But the the reality is, the reality is, is is realizing what you're wanting to accomplish. And I literally. We'll do these lead magnet videos that I do maybe quarterly. I actually haven't done anything for a year, but um, g- generally, you know, I, I put it out there. And of all the videos that I've actually produced, those lead videos, which is about nine that I have on my channel, nine out of 180 videos or something like that, mm-hmm. um, bring in 385 to 500 uh, new opt ins every day. Yeah, that's awesome. And so after that, it's just basically taking them down the path of getting them segmented out and knowing who they are and and going down. And so you can actually utilize uh, organically. You can utilize video so that you can actually grow the audience. And I think that's the I think that's the difference is create value, offer value, and people will will join. And you don't have to necessarily do the paid approach. Now you can do the paid approach where you can build it quicker. Mm-hmm. But for me. I wanted to do the first two years because uh, what I do is I do consulting and, and I, I work with the top YouTube channel businesses in the world. Yep. And I, what I wanted to do is show that I can actually do it without spending $1. Yep. It was just my time. And I was able to do it up to a, uh, to a year or two years and get 100,000 subscribers. Yep. And now I'm, I've been toying around just a little bit of money on my channel and it just skyrockets. So I'm, I'm, I decided, you know what, this is the year I'm going to throw in some ads and see what I can do. My my goal is to to get 100,000 subscribers this year. Um, and uh, so I'll have a, a total, you know, of, of 200,000. Which yeah. is so impressive. I mean, that alone, I mean, for your niche or any niche, I mean, you know, I don't know if there's any niches that lend themselves to getting hundreds of thousands of subscribers easily. But um, it is very, very impressive. And I think it sounds like you were talking about is, I mean, that's almost what most people should do is, you know, market with free content, you know, because that's that's kind of the concept. I mean, uh, you know, if it's like if you have a bird feeder in your backyard and you put out food every day, you know, more and more birds will start coming and you keep putting good food out there, more and more birds come. And then if you're a business person and you can talk to birds, you go, hey, you guys thirsty? I got water. It's a dollar a bottle. You know, and exactly. it's kind of that concept, it sounds like. You've got these great content videos. They're only nine out of how many? A hundred and what? It was like 180 something. Yeah. Yeah, You got 180 videos of great quality content. That's really valuable and helping people. And then you've got nine. So you've put your playlist together and that sort of stuff. So yeah, they watch maybe 10, 12 videos, which won't like people go through, chew through videos when they're good, like nothing. And then they hit one of your CTA videos, right? Ask them to go sign up. Exactly. They want more. I mean, that's a great strategy. So no, that's, that's almost the best thing because you have to build that relationship and, and video is such a phenomenal media for a media for doing that. And you do it so well. So, so now let's talk about that a little bit before we get too far. So how how sophisticated does someone need to be with their video marketing? I mean, I've watched some of your videos and the editing just makes me dizzy. It's awesome, but for me, it can you know it can feel overwhelming for maybe some of the people listening. They're like, you know, I don't have a full team. I don't have a green screen. I don't, you know, how okay. do you get started? So like I said, ask those eight questions. Maybe your audience doesn't necessarily need to have you know some amazing video editing. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to share with you a client of mine. Uh, she's been a client for one year now. 
she approached me, la- well, her dad approached me last year. She was 14 years old at the time. She's now 15. The dad's an attorney in L.A. and says, I want my daughter to be a YouTube star, but you can't put her face on camera only one time every other month and all that other stuff. <laughs> and, and I had all these stipulations from there. Um, and the whole thing is she was extremely talented and she had a love and passion for rainbow loom. And what that is, is little rubber bands and they make little, you know, bracelets and they also make, uh, you know, different figurines and stuff like that. She had a pretty active, um, you know, Instagram account and, and some followers. So she had some type of audience, but we, we instituted a YouTube strategy and that first year, um, well, let's just do the first six months. The first six months, she had over 185 million video views, Wow, 185 million. And the thing about it, this is her audience retention is like through the roof, like skyrocketed through the roof. And the whole thing from that was, um, she understood her audience with some mentoring, of course, mm-hmm. and, and was doing anywhere between three minute to nine minute videos right? Mm -hmm. That were all shot from her iPhone and it was all stationary and all you can see is her hands. And (laughs) you got to realize what that audience is. Now you might say, okay, that's great. But she just shot it from her iPhone. And then we would do this, uh, the ending where we had different calls to action that she had to edit in. Um, but she was able to do it, you know, right in iMovie. And it was really easy for her to do that. She only spends four hours a a week putting out one video and this is all coming up with the concept, shooting it, editing it, and uploading it. Um, and uh, she, in six months, she was able to make about $800,000. And she also got a sponsorship deal uh, from, from uh, one of the, the providers that bought Mommy and Daddy a brand new house in Brentwood. Wow. So. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's so powerful. But but that, that's what I'm getting at is don't be intimidated by it. Just just have your value be your content. Mm. They'll watch anything and unless it's really, really shaking camera syndrome. But the you know, <laughs> literally have it be your content and and that's where things will will improve. And then as you uh, start to grow an audience, make money and do all that other stuff, maybe you can get in a little video editor or something like that to handle the right. The load. Right, right. That's awesome. Great tips. Very, very practical. Now, I just have a question because I know this. I already know. I already have in my head a couple of people, listeners who email me all the time, and I already know the questions they're going to be asking. And um, that's knowing your audience, Daryl. <laughs> that's pretty good if you can already anticipate their questions. Ooh, on the back. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I'm going to get the question. But what about free versus paid? Like, but what if I give away all my stuff? We want my content to be valuable, but if I give away all my stuff, what are they going to buy? <laughs> okay, so my my approach is completely opposite than uh, most people out there. Uh, I say give away your best stuff, except just a little bit. Always have just a little bit set aside, um, but definitely do it. So, like my my thing is is uh, you you mentioned that video of how to get more views on YouTube mm-hmm. has a million views. Well, I I gave nine tips. And it was on keyword research, how to actually optimize and so on and so forth. And then it went to a, a two-hour training that I gave the best stuff. Really, I did. And it was free. But they had to exchange it for their name and email address. Hmm. And and that's that was my point of conversion is I that wasn't necessarily for free. I was able to get something out of this. Mm-hmm. And, and then it starts them through it. But – the reality is, is for you to give everything that you actually know in a video, it's not possible. I, I don't see that unless they're always recording on you the whole time. You actually you only can give snippets. But I found, you know, I've, I, I literally won't give the same speech on stage twice. Mm-hmm. I'll always customize it for the audience. That's one thing that I always do is I'll, I'll analyze who the audience is and I adjust it. But I give so much information out. Um, and it might tweak or change based off of the mood or, or my audience that I'm presenting. Mm-hmm. And also the format. If I have two hours to do it, like I, I, I was on stage for two hours, it would be this format. If I'm on stage for eight hours, which I have been, it'll be a different format. You know? and, and as you're as you're adjusting to that, 
that's what makes that's what makes the difference right there. So hopefully that answers answers that question. Because it does, it does, and I mean because you know at least depending on the different business you're in, if you're in an information business especially, or even the music business, you know that's an information business. And when a band gets an opportunity to have the entire nation, like give them five minutes of their of their ear, they don't put their second best song from the album on on the radio and hope that you know they leave that for everyone else to find that buys the album they take what they think is their best song and they do you know do you know what i do daryl this is funny because i i promote a lot of musicians a lot okay i have them give away their music yep why it's a buck that's a buck for a solid a solid lead and you know what you can do when you have a good lead you know and and all i want to do is create an audience and if you take that audience and you say okay um, we're releasing a new video. These are people that are actually have your music. Mm-hmm. You know, they already they already starting to be invested in you. And you're like, oh, by the way, you can get this one for free too. Yeah, just promote it. You know, and they promote it, and they go from there. So, yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. You yep. just gotta you gotta look at you know your end end game, your end your end success metrics of what you're trying to do. Yeah. No, I love that. That's um, that's awesome. Well, Daryl, I mean, you've given us some great info. You can hear the clock dinging in the background. Um, you've given us some great info, and this is huge. I mean, I've been taking notes. I don't know who about the people on the call, but I've got three pages of notes here. I, I love – forget your name. I just love your content and, who, <laughs> and just what you bring to the table because it's tried, tested, and, and, and true. It's proven. I mean, I've seen you on stage a couple of times now, and we've had lunch a few times, and you're just such a great guy. I love this stuff, and video marketing is so important. It really is the way – I mean, TV was one of the most powerful mediums that we had before the internet and now we have that and it's available to anyone like you said like a girl with an iphone was able to generate eight hundred thousand dollars with a little bit of coaching and prodding and just a lot of action in the right direction i mean if she can do that then anyone listening to this call is capable of getting some sort of results with video marketing so i really i know you charge people for this i do value and appreciate that what what are you working on now what's the kind of stuff that you're passionate about what are you excited about these days um, you know, I, I, I have like, uh, my stable clients, like I have like Adobe software, Red Bull, NBC, stuff like that, that, um, it's pretty easy consulting. Uh, they know what they, they're getting from me, so on and so forth. But what, what I really, really enjoy is, um, taking someone that's like super talented and, um, getting to, you know, where, where they need to be. So last June, I actually picked up a client, um, and they're like kind of like the Saturday Night Live, uh, but for families. So it's like clean comedy. Oh, I like that. And they um, they, they they were in their um, fourth season, uh, and they're on a, a channel called KBYU. It's pretty much on every uh, cable station or whatever. But they really wanted to have an online presence and start building a YouTube channel. And when they came to me, they had about 70,000 subscribers, and um, they were really just trying to transition. They just didn't know exactly how to do it, but they wanted to try to transition so you know, they could be a, a power player on YouTube. And um, just in about eight, nine months, uh, they went from uh, just, just roughly, I think they were about 20 million views on all the, the, the videos that they have. Um, and as of today, they're, they're really pushing, uh, 185, um, 80, 185 million video views. They're called That's studio C check them out. Yeah. I just Thanks. checked them out cause you just posted their Marvel video and I watched it and literally before our call and I noticed you even use that in your YouTube video, the soccer one, I was like crying from yes. laughing. That's the Scott Sterling. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's awesome. Yeah, so anyway, they're they're super talented. So their goal is to be at a million subscribers by the first of the year. And so that's that's my goal for them and and they're really talented. Uh this last Avengers one got a million views in 5 days. Awesome. So we we are really on the path. Yeah. Uh, and we have some great strategies coming out, you know, to do that. So that's one of the things I, I like to work with with people that have all the talent but they don't have the talent that I have and so I bring that and then it just amplifies. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I I have a conference coming up, and those the, the people that are really really interested in video marketing or video advertising or any type of uh, you know conversion, uh, you know I'd encourage them to check out vidsummit.com. It's uh, v i d summit.com, and I, I put together a conference because there was a need out there, and the need was uh, uh, you know an event. A training event that 
was geared for people that wanted to uh, get conversions with video. And some of the speakers that I have are the very, very best in the business. Uh, the, one of the keynotes is Jeffrey Harmon. And I don't know if you know the story, the first case study for video advertising, uh, not only on YouTube, but on, on the internet was Aura Brush. And this is the mastermind behind Aura Brush success. I mean, it, it was crazy how many, uh, the conversions that they actually do. And, and then he, uh, and his brothers did the poopery campaign that everybody so loves, you know, and we have him coming. We have Ricky Ray Butler, uh, who just sold his business to one of Bill Gates's uh, company, um, just this week, actually yesterday. Um, but he, he's, uh, an amazing man that, that has brought more sponsorship dollars to the, the, uh, content creators on YouTube. Um, and it's ridiculous the amount. We also have Sean McKnight. He's like the 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 brains behind two YouTube channels that are equaled up to 4.5 uh, million subscribers. Wow. He was able to get uh, one of his channels 1.3 million subscribers in eight months. Wow. Uh, this guy is just brilliant. Yep. Um, and then you know we have other ones like uh, Mr. Chad. He <laughs> he was uh, the founder of of one of the co-founders of Maker Studio. That was acquired just recently by Disney for a half a billion dollars, wow. and you know we have people like Mark Robertson and and Chad Cham- or Travis Chambers, who Travis actually launched the most viral ad of all time, and you know we have some really really amazing uh, speakers there. But this is the difference: is there's no pitching on the stage. I won't allow that ever. And I know people think that I'm nuts <laughs> when I do that because that's how you make money. Right. But that's not the goal behind this. The The thing for success for me is to have a place that you can go and learn from the very, very best. These are the people that have budgets. Like the budget that I work with, Daryl, mm-hmm. for uh, for my marketing, for my clients, uh, last year it was almost $12 million. Wow. So I, I was in control of $12 million and, and utilizing that on video marketing ads wow. and, and the strategies behind that. Um, right now, you know, it's, it's on track to be 20, you know, and, and it's just, you know, if you can put a dollar in to convert it, that's what it's all about. And this conference is really to show the true power of a video and the four areas. So the, the four areas, um, is really, really simple. Um, and it's all four areas of video. So one would be, um, the, the, the most probably used would be, you know, for sales, you know, how are you going to use the video for sales or, you know, how, how is that going to be utilized? But, um, I, I break it to sales and leads is one area that this conference is focusing in on. Uh, number two would be branding and exposure. That's another area, uh, audience building, which, um, I had a, a, a the same client that I was telling you about, uh, we did a t-shirt, they made $80,000 in like 10 days on that t-shirt. You know, it's crazy when you have an audience, what you yeah. can actually do. Yep. And then the last would be sponsorship. So those are the four areas that we're focusing in on. And anyone that, that, that really would love to use video, a part of their strategy, this is a great conference for that because you're going to, you're going to learn from the best of how to actually get the conversions that you're wanting from the ad. If your goal is to, to create leads or to build an audience or to get branding, I mean, that's what it's about. Yeah. So, yeah. No, and that's even the the whole point of this podcast is to help generate 200 new multimillionaire business owners. And people say how? Because you do better when you know better. And the whole premise is to bring people like you who are legitimate, who are out there actually doing it, and connect and connect my audience to them. And I strongly encourage anyone that's interested in video marketing to check out vidsummit.com. Uh, Daryl, do you have the previous year's recordings for sale as well? Because um, if if you join the 2015 you get the previous years. Got so. it. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a great deal. That's an uh, that's like practically free for the event. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, like I'm crazy, Daryl. I, I, <laughs> I want to bring value. For me, it's not about money. It's about making a difference in the world. Yep. And uh, there's a lot of people that have a message, especially I know the ones that are listening right now. They have a message and they might feel intimidated by one aspect or another. And I'm here to tell you, Mobile and videos converging at a rate. You need to understand uh, video and utilize it because some of the things that is coming forward 
um, it's going to change the world. Huge, huge, huge. Yeah. And being first to market can be such a huge advantage. I have, I have a client in a different industry. They're second to market. And the guy who's in first place, you know, not going to name names or anything, but long story short is he's like breaking all the have a successful business rules possible. But because he was first and he was alone without any competition for like five years, he's so well established that he can have an outdated, you know, like just he can he can do that and almost abuse his customers in some respects because he's he was first because he's taken up so much of that there's a book the 22 laws of marketing and one of them is if you can't be first in your category pick a new category because being first can be so 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 important so valuable and like you just said mobile and video is definitely where it's at i know when i was in japan consulting this is years ago now this is like seven years ago they used they called i had a guy a client he was uh worked for an advertising firm and they called cell phones three meter media because it was never further than three meters from you exactly so, yeah so no hands down so vidsummit.com uh or you can check out his youtube channel it's Daryl Eves, D-E-R-R-A-L-E-V-E-S. Uh, please check that out. And if you want, what's the name of that video again that we've been talking? About? It was how to how, get, how to get more views on YouTube. How to get more views on YouTube. So you can also YouTube that. Check out Daryl's channel. Please subscribe. It's all phenomenal stuff. Free. You're only going to get nine calls to probably to sign up for something for free out of 180 videos. Um, I definitely check that out. Um, Daryl, is there anything I should have asked you that I didn't ask you? Uh, now you've been you've been quite thorough. I think the only thing that um, I do want to say, and this is something that I, I do advocate, if you do not have video as part of your your arsenal to convert and to and to engage with your audience, uh, you will be left behind. Um, and and you need to start. Even if you're if you feel overwhelmed, just pick out a webcam. And, and get going on it because things are evolving at a rate and the way that people consume content now, it's literally drastically changing. And I, it, it's getting to the point where this younger generation, uh, you have to, you have to, uh, you know, get their, their, um, attention in a different way. And it will never be in the way that, that things are happening now. And it's evolving at a rate at a very, very fast rate that, um, that I'd encourage everyone to seriously look at this in one aspect or another and have it be a part of your business. Now, let me give you one example on this closing because there's this company that says there's no way we're going to use video. It's not going to do anything for us. And I says, well, it's funny because you, you hired me to consult you and here you're telling <laughs> me that you, you don't want to do video. And they're like, well, we don't see any form of using video. And I looked at their company, I looked at their situation, and, and they're right. They didn't need to sell anything. It was a B2B, um, and they've had all these long-lasting relationships longer than 50 years. But I, I went to the, uh, the person that hired me. I says, look, why don't we just pull uh, the group in, your core group, and let me just – all I want is 20 minutes. And so they pulled the core group in. We had a 20-minute discussion. And I basically said this, I can save you over, you know, $600,000 with a video strategy. And they're like, well, let's see it. And all it was, was shifting their HR department. So they didn't have to hire more people. And they had employee training that was all done with video. And they were able to save a ton of money. It ended up being $1.2 million wow. uh, is what they saved over the course of two years. Wow. And, and it was just doing that. And so video can be used in multiple areas. What it, you got to just ask those eight questions that we talked about, mm -hmm. but you definitely need to utilize it now. Now is the time. You want to be in front of that wave. Yeah, yeah. And you don't have to get it right. You just have to get it going. That's the other thing because you'll learn as you go. And as long as you're in there and doing your thing and learning faster than the rest, then you'll be okay. So definitely. So check out vidsummit.com. Check out Daryl Eves on YouTube. Go watch his video on how to get more uh, YouTube video views. And uh, Daryl, thank you so much for your time today. As always, it's always a pleasure and a blessing. Thank you so much. Yep, thank you. You've reached the end of our interview. Now first, let me thank you for listening. I appreciate and respect you more than you'll ever know. And now I'd like to ask you a couple of questions. First, what three lessons did you just learn? What three aha moments just jumped out at you? Second, what can you implement for yourself and your business in the next 24 hours? Third, what can you give to someone else to help you with or give them to just do it for you? Whatever it is, remember taking action is the secret sauce to results. 
Now, if you think this interview would be helpful for a friend, please give them a link to it. It'll help them and it'll help me too. I'd also like to invite you to help me find out more about the challenges you're facing, your dreams, your goals, and how I can help you overcome what's holding you back. We both do better when we know better, and your success is my success. So please reach out and interact. You can visit our website, bestbusinesscoach.ca for Canada or California, where I'm from and where I'm living. Uh, You're welcome to also try out one of our paid programs. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and pretty much every other social media channel you can think of. You should also subscribe to the podcast. And if you're enjoying them, please leave us a nice review. It really helps. That's all for now. Once again, thank you. Take care of yourself. And remember, the world needs the best business you can build. And I believe in you.